I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot, a quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. Lebanon and Israel started talks on Wednesday over their disputed sea border. The talks were mediated by the U.S., which has pushed for years for negotiations to resolve the argument over the potentially gas-rich Mediterranean waters. After a meeting that lasted just under an hour, the two sides agreed to meet again in two weeks. The talks come after the UAE and Bahrain agreed to establish full relations with Israel under U.S. brokered deals, which realigned some of Washington's closest Middle East allies against Iran. Thousands of anti-government protesters in Thailand marched towards the Prime Minister's office in Bangkok on Wednesday to continue to press for their demands for a new constitution, for reforms in the monarchy, and for the resignation of Prime Minister Prayut Chanoka. Protesters have been demonstrating for the past three months despite the pandemic. On Tuesday, they made a rare, direct challenge to the king's power. They chanted slogans against the king, Mahavajralongkorn, as his convoy was passing, soon after 21 activists were arrested during scuffles with the police. September also saw the biggest anti-government demonstration with tens of thousands of young people gathering to demand change. Kishur Biani's future enterprises failed to pay interest on some of its bonds this week. This is another sign that businesses are yet to recover from the effects of the pandemic. The company was not able to service interest payments amounting 151 million rupees that were due on Monday. Future Enterprises said this in an exchange filing late on Tuesday. The company also missed paying obligations due last month and another group firm sought to defer its debt obligations. The retailer is the latest among 17 companies that have not serviced principal or interest on rupee notes this year. It highlights broader stress in the corporate sector. The RBI stepped up stimulus measures again this month after the economy slumped and as banks struggled with the world's worst bad loan ratio. The festival season is here, but gold demand has not yet taken off in India. Gold imports slumped in September after a short-lived rebound as high prices have prompted buyers to defer purchases. Imports fell 38% in September from a year earlier to 8.4 tonnes. They're down from a high of 35.5 tons in August, according to reports from Bloomberg. Gold imports rose in July and August as jewelers prepared stocks ahead of the festival season. But demand has cooled as buyers have decided to postpone purchases, hoping that prices will decline. Consumption may also pick up ahead of Diwali, which falls in November. 
India's gold imports in the first nine months of the year are down about 70% to 158 tons according to Bloomberg calculations. The race for medical breakthroughs to contain the COVID-19 virus slowed a bit as Eli Lilly has halted tests of its antibody treatment. This is a day after Johnson & Johnson paused a vaccine trial because a volunteer got sick. About a month ago, AstraZeneca's vaccine trial was also paused in the US after two volunteers fell ill. Eli Lilly has said it is pausing its trial of an antibody therapy for COVID-19 because of a potential safety concern. Drugmaker Pfizer plans to start testing its experimental vaccine in children aged 12 in the first coronavirus vaccine trial in the US that will include children. Meanwhile, new research confirms that many COVID-19 infections could be missed if patients are not swabbed properly during tests. Researchers at Beaumont Hospital in Dublin assessed the technique of nearly 300 staff members and found that it was poor. The success rate was just about 38% for nasal swabs. After being housebound for more than 9 months, 637 million people in China traveled during the Golden Week national holiday. Hotel prices shot up, air ticket sales rose, ride-hailing apps crashed, tickets to the Great Wall sold out, and retail and restaurant spending crossed last year's numbers. More than 600,000 couples married in the first wedding season since the pandemic began. The culture ministry said that people spent about 69 billion during the week-long celebration to mark the founding of the People's Republic of China in 1949. Golden Week runs from the 1st of October to the 7th of October. The surge of activities in stark contrast to the rest of the world. OECD and IMF have forecast growth for China even as they predict gloom for other economies. China had a system of strict lockdowns. and it hasn't reported local virus infections since the 15th of august the government has eased most travel related restrictions experts say china will have to wait 2 to 3 weeks to see if new cases emerge if there is no spike it could indicate that china is moving into a post covid period you are listening to mint light morning shot with shalini omachandran you can reach out to me on twitter at shalini mb or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.